Dave Joel, tell it like it is. Little pregame music there. We'll Waiting that John Facenda's voice to come in there. Little Sam Spence, that great NFL music. Here we are. If you count the Thursday night game, we're about four days out. Uh, if you wait till Sunday, like I do, then we're exactly seven days out. That's the big one for me. When you kick off, everybody gets going pretty much, except for the Monday game or Monday games. AFC West preview. Uh, we go worst to first, and this is the fifth worst division or the fourth best division in our, my 20 voters' opinions there. Uh, the reason we chose this group is, uh, well, obviously the Chiefs are at the top, but uh, some some shakiness here with the Raiders and, and maybe the Broncos. And uh, I feel some strange coaching in this division too, which we'll get to in a minute. Here in New York at the U.S. Open going on, baseball teams uh, not done, but certainly done. Not mathematically, I mean, but definitely done as far as uh, – Making the playoffs, I think eight and a half and eight respectively is not working at this point in the year with the wild card situation. Uh, the Yankees, by the way, going to bring in an outside firm for analytics, which again, um, so analytics has wrecked your team, but you're going to bring in an outside firm, which tells you what, if you have to bring in someone outside from the people you have who are supposed to be doing their job, it means they suck at their job. You see this in education a lot too. We bring in people to do the jobs of other people who failed. Uh, we see this in all walks of life. It's a it's a part of society today where we just keep adding layers to our own importance. Uh, if the people who are in charge aren't getting it done, you don't bring in another group. You fire the people who are in charge, and then you bring in another group. That's called replacement. You just don't add another layer, which is what the Yankees are now doing. An outside group to look at a new group of analytics, you know, uh, launch angle, exit velo, all those great things that uh, made it so you couldn't shift anymore because the hitters became so limited. But hey, that's what we do. Uh, NBA uh, All-Stars, well, not total All-Stars, lost to Lithuania today. I mean, they advanced. But again, please don't tell me today's players are better than yesterday's players. Talk to anybody who's coached for over 20 years and, and ask them if their players' teams 20 years ago would kill today's teams in, in a game. Uh, most of them would tell you, yes, they would. It would not even be close. But hey. You know, people go, oh, that's just an old head talking. That's a person who actually knows the game talking. The hunger is just not there in these NBA guys. Um, again, you get pounded on the glass against Lithuania. Uh, again, you might not say, well, we don't have our best players going. Well, they don't have all their best guys in there either if you look at their roster. So, uh, and again, if we don't have all our best players in there, well, that's another point of why today's players aren't better. The money is so great to some of these guys who are average players at best. Where's the hunger? It's human nature. Can't fight human nature. If I'm going to pay you that much, where's the urgency? Again, defense, pathetic. Team shooting 56% from three against you. If you want to get a hand up, change your defense. I don't know. Not sure. But you can't coach an NBA guy would be the response from those who don't know. Well, then maybe you should take them out. Maybe you should find guys you could coach. But, hey, the people who've never seen uh, great basketball before will who think basketball has been invented in the last 15 years will tell you, well, today's players are better. Obviously not. The hunger isn't there. The desire isn't there. The knowledge of the game is definitely not there. And everybody goes, well, you know, the game didn't matter. Uh, I want you to tell Mike, Magic, and Larry that the game didn't matter. Uh, see what they told you. If they're playing you in checkers, they're going to rip your head off. And that's the difference. They'll rip your head off. Tell Mono Ginobili that the game didn't matter. Go ahead. Tell them that. All right, see what that works. Go tell Bill Russell the game didn't matter. I mean, just disgraceful. But anyway, 
it's an NFL show. We don't want to laugh too hard at these uh, modern day NBA guys. Yeah, they could still win the tournament, but the point is they would have got blown out if we had some old guys who gave a crap about the game and the game was approached the proper way where everything is and whoever has the ball shoots it. But hey, like I said, AFC West preview. AFC West has a tough schedule in the uh, two of the divisions they play. They play the AFC East, which I think is an amazing division, and they play the NFC North, which is uh, my Viking division, which has got some interesting matchups uh, against this division. I'm, I'm hoping for two and two. I'm hoping to try to find a way. I don't think I'll, with our defense being so weak as a Viking fan. Chris Carter, by the way, all he does is catch touchdowns. With my weak defense, I, I don't think I'll be able to stop the uh, Kansas City train. I'm, I'm hoping that maybe Staley uh, – could make a couple of bad decisions. We can hang in that game, maybe steal it. Raiders and Broncos, we definitely have a shot. But we'll start at the top. Uh, Chiefs have the 13th toughest schedule, and uh, they've won seven divisions in a row, uh, going for eight in a row, which is incredible. Their offensive line is one of the best, which uh, people just don't talk about. They got the playmakers on defense at all three levels. You got Jones on the line, you got Bolton at the linebacker, and you got Sneed in the secondary. So they do enough on defense, I think, to to let the the stud, uh, Mr. Mahomes, run wild and do what he has to do. Uh, you have Kelsey, you know, Tony will have to see if he's healthy. Scantling is there, and you got McKinnon and my man Pac in the backfield there, which is just so many weapons. And Andy Reid, very creative play caller, and there's a culture there, and, and obviously they're uh, going for eight in a row. That's a, that's a hell of a run there. You know, it's funny because when my son is a Bronco fan, when the Broncos were really good with Peyton Manning. They beat the Chiefs like seven or eight in a row at one point. And, you know, you see it's totally flipped now. I think they're 14-0 in the last uh, 14 road games, the Chiefs in the division. So pretty crazy stuff. Um, I, I don't see any reason the Chiefs wouldn't win the division, barring an injury, of course, uh, to the main characters. Um, after that, we'd have to see because playoffs are about those matchups. But I still think the Chiefs are the best team in this division. That's not really going out on a limb here. They were one of the teams picked at the highest on the over-unders, which was 12 and a half. I'd have to think that with the tough schedule that they have, yeah, they could go 12 and five. Uh, they could go 13 and four. You know, best case scenario, maybe a 14 and three. Worst case scenario, maybe an 11 and six. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but they have so many weapons, and it's going to be difficult to uh, to take them out. Got a great home crowd advantage. Like I said, Andy Reid's been here before. He always has a winning record. He always does a solid job. Uh, it's a new topic this week we have to bring up. Uh, coaches on the hot seat. Uh, Mr. Staley for the Chargers, I would say, uh, would be the first guy to be on a hot seat. Mr. Staley is definitely on the hot seat. Made some horrendous decisions last year. Uh, the bad news is if, if you know if they get off to a struggling start, I don't know how much benefit that really does to get rid of somebody. But he brought in some different coordinators and different things. But at the same time, it's on you as the head coach. Um, so be careful of the guys you bring in when you're on the hot seat because they'll be replacing you. Uh, you got Joe. You got, you got actually you got you got Mr. Bosey. You got Kendricks. You got Mac. You got Samuel on the defense, which there's enough there to do it. You got Williams and Allen uh, on the wide receivers for the stud Herbert. Uh, you got Eckler, who's had 38 touchdowns in the last two years. That's the most in the NFL. Um, just incredible talent. But again, I'm just nervous with a guy like this coach. They have the eighth hardest schedule, so they got the hardest schedule in the division. My uh, own just stepped in the booth. Uh, she is uh, not doing well. She's got a little indigestion problem, it sounds like here. She just stepped into the booth. But, um, you know, so she is uh, not doing well. We're going to. Uh... Yeah, so Lily comes in the booth there and uh, we're talking about the charges, but she comes in and gets sick here and tell them like it is. We, we do it all here. We're keeping it real. We don't edit. That's why it is called telling like it is. It's not phony like the rest of the crap in the world today. A little iced tea here today in the red cup. So um, exciting stuff here. But again, charges, Mr. Staley. 
definitely going to be in trouble if he doesn't get it done here with the Chargers. Enough talent there to win. Got a stud quarterback. I just don't like his decisions. I mean, uh, again, I'm not a Charger fan, but I still don't think I trust him. Could they make the playoffs? They probably should make the playoffs with that talent, but we'll see. Got to see if uh, Mac is, is still what he is and see if they can get something out of Kendricks. They're all biking there. We'll see what happens. Raiders, 16th hardest schedule. This is uh, McDaniel. I think this could be his final and last chance. He kind of blew up on with the Broncos, even though he got off to a great start. I thought the Broncos fired him a little quick. Uh, but with the Raiders here, I feel like uh, he's running out of time. Yeah, defense was 28th last year. Uh, blew five 10-point leads. Uh, you can't do that. A little bit of that's game management on him, too, because we know that Josh likes to be really creative in situations. Uh, is Jimmy G going to be healthy enough? Is Jimmy G going to play more than 10 games? Is Jimmy G going to be able to manage the game for you? Absolutely. He could do that. He could help them a lot. You got Adams. You got Jacobs. Uh, but again, I just think that this is the worst team in the division. Now, I think that that doesn't mean that they'll finish worse. I would bet on paper that they're the worst team in the division. Uh, certainly talent-wise, I feel like they're missing some key players here. And like I said, Mr. McDaniel is definitely uh, going to be in trouble with the fans out there. That could get ugly in a hurry in Vegas. Uh, and the Broncos will have the 14th toughest schedule. Uh, Peyton is the most creative coach, one of the most creative coaches we've ever seen. Him and Wilson together could probably do some good things. You got uh, Simmons and Sertain, uh, okay, in that defensive backfield. So hoping that uh, they can get something done out of that defense. There's still enough left there. You got Judy and Sutton. Uh, you know, that's a hell of a wide receiving core there. Uh, you know, Judy and Sutton, it could both be, uh, you know, I feel like this lack of talent in some respects uh, versus the other teams in the division. Uh, like I said, though, Sertain and Simmons, you got to get something out of them. Judy and Sutton, you got to get something out of your running game. Like I said, if the Raiders, you know, it's it's funny watching all these college games yesterday. You just don't see anybody who says, you know what? I'm bigger and stronger than you. I'm going to control the game for the line of scrimmage anymore. It's almost like I don't care what works. I'm going to push an agenda. It, it's an amazing thing in coaching today. You see it in every sport. Like we just talked about the Yankees bringing in people. No matter if it doesn't work or not. Today we have this inane ability and to push things that don't work in the face of factual data that says it doesn't work. We have people who still believe in things. It is an amazing thing that we live in this time. In 2023, it's been going on for five to 10 years now, where we push an agenda, even though in the face of it not working, it is it is really amazing. So you see it today a lot. And if the Broncos are going to not run the ball and try to control the clock a little bit here, or the Raiders don't do that with Jacobs, I mean, it's just foolish. You're not as good as the Chiefs when you play them. So if you want to go up and down the field with the Chiefs that way, you're not going to get it done. You want to go up and down the field with the Chargers that way, probably not going to work. you got to understand how to work and manage a game. So watching all these college games yesterday, some of these teams, you know, there's a lot of mismatches in this one of these big opening weekends like this on September 2nd was yesterday, today, September 3rd. You know, these bigger, stronger teams, you're just like, you know what? Give the ball to your line. Give the ball and put your – actually, don't give the ball to your line. Give the ball to your running back. Let your line plow a couple of guys over, a couple of pancakes, and you're good. Run, go right down the field. But no, some of these guys, it's amazing. First down, everything's got to be cute. It's like it's like no value anymore in getting to second and six. Getting to second and six is very successful. It's almost like let me push my agenda and get to second and ten, but I'll take a risk, a small risk, all right, or a big risk. I'll take a 30% chance to get to, you know, first and 10, 30 yards down the field instead of understanding that I have a physical advantage here and I'll get to second and six, which is a very successful first down. And it's amazing watching these games. So few teams are willing to do that and dominate physically anymore. Everything's about the quick game, the quick, you know, bubble screens, the quick, you know, screens behind the line of scrimmage and 
slants. It's just incredible. The game is totally different, but at some point you got to ask yourself every day, the same things don't work and you need to physically dominate. So you're watching some of these big, obviously big differences in games yesterday. Just physically dominate these other guys. You got them by 40 pounds on the offensive line. Use it. Shout out to Big Matt yesterday at uh, Pittsburgh Panthers. Uh, they ran the ball up and down the field very well. And so that was good against Wofford. Watch Big Matt uh, make those holes. Hopefully next year he gets to make him in the NFL. Maybe he'll be on one of these teams we're talking about today. We'll see how it goes. Uh, so shout out to him, former Shark, football and basketball player. But uh, again, Chiefs, I would say, best case scenario, win the division. Chargers probably be in second. I think the Broncos will be in third, although I always root for the Broncos, like I said, because my, my son is a Bronco fan. And the Raiders, I think, would come in fourth, which would thus leave Mr. McDaniel with a early exit uh, as far as his coaching career there. And again, the AFC East, tough schedule, very tough schedule play at the AFC East. And I said, this is the hot seat of the division. Of the older divisions, there's eight divisions. This is the hottest seat for the coaches. I feel like this is a division where two guys could definitely get off the tough starts and you'd hear the boo birds early. So, uh, but as we say, you want to make sure that you're playing well in September. I know everybody says, well, you know, these first four games don't count. They count just the same as every other game. Like I said, maybe you can't win a division that early, but you could sure lose it that early. You get out to an 0 3 start, and one of these other teams get to 3 0. You're in trouble. So that's for all we're going to have today on the AFC West. Getting it done here on Telling It Like It Is, NFL, AFC West. You guys have a great Labor Day tomorrow. Next up, see which division is next. We're going to have to wait and see. Take care.